Hello there, and welcome to today's Kirk Minahan wrap-up show. I am with the one, the only, Ted Sellers. How are you doing, Ted? I'm good, Justin. Thanks for having me on. Of course. So today was December 18th, 2020. The name is So Long, South Carolina. This is the last episode that was filmed, that was recorded in South Carolina. Both Steve and Kirk are currently on their way back to Massachusetts. And they, it sounded like it was a very, very, you know, great trip for them in, in, in terms of the secret podcast. It, it sounds like they got a lot done. It sounds like they exceeded expectations in what they got done. So I'm excited to hear and to see what exactly got got uh, got picked up down in South Carolina. Sounds like they got into some sticky situations where they, you know, they, they were worried about their lives. Sounds like, you know, the police got involved. Maybe it had nothing to do with the with the actual secret project, but the police did get involved in, in one thing or the other. And it, it, it sounds like it was, it was awesome. So, and Kirk did say today that he believes that the first episode of this will be out by Valentine's day, which is, which is super exciting. That's pretty much what two, two months away. Yeah. Two more months. So that the countdown that, is on. That's awesome. I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm a huge true crime, you know, documentary kind of person i've never listened to a true crime podcast i've mostly listened to just stuff on or watched stuff on netflix so i'm excited to see how a true crime podcast will come out but yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm very excited i'm uh, pumped for it uh it's nice to hear like the genuine excitement in both uh kirk and steve's voices when they talk about it and i'm glad their trip went well and i mean who else is still going to give us you know an hour to an hour and a half every day uh even when their intern won't answer the phone that's right. um, to try to try to get through. So, Justin, just I know you talked about it yesterday with RA, mm-hmm. but how do you just constantly just have something like just go so unfortunately wrong that you drop your phone in the snow and it broke and you had to go buy a new phone? I had to go like swap out a SIM card. I had to go get a new phone. Okay, but it's uh, but you're but good now. Most of yeah, I got got a quote unquote new phone and everything's fine. But uh. Yeah, most of the time I answer. That's 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 the that's the part that is uh that, that actually you know gets misconstrued. Some some things I said get, have gotten misconstrued this week on the podcast. I wasn't a big fan of Steve asking, <laughs> telling today that uh, this website I brought up yesterday pretended to be fifteen year old girls. <laughs> uh, well, when so- you hadn't tweeted in twenty four hours, I legit thought Chris Hansen went to your house. And you are in a jail cell. <laughs> How old do people think college college age people are? Do they think they're? I don't know. Did maybe Steve went to college when he was twelve or fifteen or whatever? But everyone is consenting adult. Well, let's let's just let's just get into the show today. So so it started off. I, I don't want to talk too much about this. I know Ted doesn't want to get too too much into about this. But Brandy Love sent some text to Steve last night that was just so condescending and so middle school girl drama y. It was just so stupid. It's like. Oh, hope you guys have a good holiday. Hope everything's going well. It's just it's like Jesus Christ. Just I, I'm done with her. I'm I'm so happy she's just out of the world now. Listen, you can't have it both ways in my mind. You can't yep. want to be completely out of the world, claim that Kirk's a maniac because he's you know doing it because you unfollowed him. I mean, there was obviously more to the story than that, but if that's what you're gonna claim, then you can't then send that email to Steve afterwards kind of being like a, a douche back, you know, like the time to be playful with it's gone. You know, you're obviously yeah. communicated from the world. The decree was, was put out. Now is not the time to, 
you know, kind of throw up a middle finger on the way out because, I mean, now they're blocking everybody on Twitter. Yep. Um, I mean, she's gone now. so She'll be back. They always come back. Give, oh, it, always. give, it, give it three or four months and – and after the inauguration and, and she'll realize that, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe she'll continue going with this conservative shtick. Cause I, I think she really like pumped up this whole thing these past couple of years, but yeah, I don't want to talk too much about it. I just thought it was just so like, just so stupid just to, just to text Steve that. And then she won't even answer the phone to come on. I don't know. I, I don't, I, I don't understand why I even do that. Cause that's yeah. the part Like usually it would be for attention of some sort, but mm-hmm. that's what you claim you don't want which is why you're going on a blocking spree on Twitter. So it just makes no sense to me. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. Just I just I, that, That's really all there is to say about it, is that it's just embarrassing on her part. She just really showed how much of a child she is. So uh, another, another part uh, of today's show that was quite, quite interesting was Steve talking about his dreams. So he started off saying he was dreaming about the, the case that they're trying to solve, the, 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 the true crime thing. And then he, he asked Kirk, he said, do you ever dream where you're like running to first base, but you're in quicksand? And Kirk's like, no, no, no one has ever dreamed that in their entire life. And I mean, then, I've certainly never dreamed running to first base. I, I was going to ask you, have you, do you, do you ever run in your dreams or? Are <laughs> so, you... <laughs> so it's not the first time somebody's asked me that, but I honestly don't really have an answer because when I wake up, that's not something that I really think of being in my dream. So I don't know if I picture myself either walking or in a wheelchair in the dream, because that part usually isn't uh, the major part of the dream. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested to see if Mike has a different vision in his dreams. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think that's a thing? I, I think you're able to dream what you're Better. trying to get too deep. I think you're, no, I think you're able to dream what you've experienced. So Mike in but his like what about blind people? Like actually like full on can't oh, see anything blind people. I have no idea. I, that, I, that is you're you're asking the wrong guy. So have you ever just like eaten an edible and then like got really into that thought? Because I yeah. have before and I can't come up with an answer. Are you able to call Mike? Call him right now? Yeah, are you able to? Like would he be able to uh, he might still be, I think he still has, he might just be getting out of class right now and I don't have Google voice hooked up. So it would just be to my phone. So, uh, I'll, I'll ask him, uh, I'll ask him on tomorrow night's, uh, finale of Justin and the minute fans, where I'll be announcing the, right. uh, I, cause I, I want an answer to that. It's, uh, it, now, that, now that I think about it, I guess, I guess I have dreamed that I, that I could walk, but it, definitely, definitely not the weekly sports dream that Steve comes up with though. That's bizarre. That's the defense that was so bizarre. Like, let's give him credit and say that he actually had the dream that was so perfect to segue into, you know, the the true crime podcast that they're doing. Yeah, let's give him that. But to then defend it by saying you have a weekly running to first through quicksand dream, because everybody has that dream. Yeah, it, it was it was very strange, and I think Kirk at the end said there is no chance you actually had this. This is something you thought up that would be a funny segment. There is no chance you actually had this dream about the true crime podcast, and and Steve denied that. He said, "Hey, no." And then he he got into like his thing where it's like, "Oh, the the first base is getting pushed further away." So if if anyone's ever had the first base dream where they're running the first and 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 they can't, uh, and and they just can't seem to reach it, please leave a comment down below or let Steve know that he's not alone on this. Because Steve, did I have- feel I feel like that's one of those things that 
and I hate to bring up an old thing, but the Steve the, is a robot uh, narrative. Every now and then, like, it's just hard to deny it because that's something you would Google if you were like, what is a cliche dream? And then people would be like, oh, dreaming about something that you can't obtain. Yeah, and like it always seems like the goalposts always move. <laughs> and that was just his, like, analogy that you could think of. He was like, ah, baseball. You're trying yeah, to reach like, first base. <laughs> it's a generic dream sequence in, like, a shitty movie or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. But there was, there was quite a few good Steve snippets during today's show. He somehow brought up he, – he, for some reason, brought up a Howie Carr segment that – I don't know about you, Ted, but I've never heard of the guilty, not guilty aspect of the Howie Carr show where they where they debate on whether or not a woman is guilty or guilt guilty or not guilty based upon her looks. But when he said that, I was just like, what? Well, like, what are you talking about? Maybe one percent of, you know, the podcast listeners know exactly what you're talking about. But I just think it was funny just to, you know, sometimes he just clicks back into that old Howie world and, you know, he, he's sitting there taking Grace's spot. Uh, sometimes he just doesn't realize that he's that he's back uh, on the, uh, speaking, the of Howie, speaking of Howie how bad was I, I was so let down by that Governor Baker friends thing because I have been watching those press conferences that Governor Baker gives and that caller brought up a great point today that mm -hmm. he's like that priest who is just like sharing some bullshit story just yep. to get the relate it back to Jesus and the Bible where like, you know, I was in the mall and I saw these kids crowding around and they said, oh, I wonder what Jesus does for me, you know? <laughs> and they can like relate it back to him because that's what he does. He always has something that perfectly didn't do something. And then as the guy said today, the people who ate inside at the restaurant got COVID, you know? And then they, I thought the sound bites for the Howie Carr thing seemed like it was gonna be a slam dunk that would pull audio from that. And instead it was just this weird, like making fun of him for having friends and like his group of yeah. friends was now like 10 people. It was weird. Missed yeah, opportunity very, there. Very strange. I, I agree with that. I agree. And another thing that kind of goes back to the whole steeping a robot thing is does he ever eat like a normal person uh, this entire week? He's either had smoothies or he's had 10,000 calorie meals. It, it, it's I there's mean, a promo that's going to go up tonight where just he describes what he's eating and it's just, a ridiculous amount of food. Like, listen, I'm a big guy. I can eat a lot, but I don't know if I could eat all that. I probably could, but, but it's, uh, uh, for, it's for a weekly YouTube show though. I would watch Steve eating and then just talking about dreams <laughs> Steve, or discussing something. something. Like just a 7,000 calorie dinner in front of him where he starts off by describing what it is that he purchased and then mm -hmm. just going into dreams and everything like that. Maybe he has such weird baseball dreams because he eats that many calories of like fried food right before he goes to bed. Yeah, they, they might like, they might be related in a way. He's eating like ballpark. There should always be one thing that he has to describe that he's not too familiar with. Like the what was it the to go right. taco, where, where he, yes. he's eating a taco out of a Dorito <laughs> you got a bag of Doritos. <laughs> I still don't get what that is. My favorite thing is is he looked in the bag and he's like, those sons of bitches opened up my Doritos. Like he had no idea what he was ordering when he ordered the to-go yeah. taco. <laughs> they just thought they just thought he opened up a bag of Doritos and threw it <laughs> threw it to him. <laughs> he probably was like, ew, they gave me the lettuce and tomato oh, yeah, Doritos. What the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? Kind of <laughs> why why is there sour cream in here? 
Um, have you ever been to a cookout though? I don't blame them for ordering all that. I, I, is that like a, a chain? Yeah. So it's, it's mostly in, in that area, like mm -hmm. North Carolina, South Carolina. I went down to South Carolina, uh, a couple years ago. And I mean, it's, it's amazing. They don't have like the typical, I mean, they have McDonald's, Wendy's, stuff like that, yeah. but their, uh, specialty ones down there are just so good. And mm -hmm. you have to, if you're only going to be there once in a, you know, a couple years, you got to try everything on the menu. So I don't fault them for that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and Steve seems to be like, as soon as he gets away from the wife, he seems to be a big fast food guy. So and if you I can't mean, drink, like if you can't like enjoy a beer or whatever, you might as well eat yourself to death. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, he, he certainly tried this week with his smoothie King runs and his cookout runs and, and all that other thing. I, I, another another interesting part that was brought up, Steve doesn't think it's going to happen, is this trivia thing with Jared, Steve, and Kirk versus another group at Barstool. I'd be super, super entertained by that. I think they would kick ass. I think they all have their own like special categories that they could really like focus in on and each each would be an expert in in, in one. But Kirk also mentioned possibly doing like a warm-up round against some minifans. Is that something you'd be interested in? Do you want to take on Kirk, Steve, and Jared in a yeah, I wouldn't so much I mean I would absolutely try to go yep. up against them. I was out in round one of what the fuck was that? Yeah, <laughs> um I I was out round one of the last time they did it on the on the YouTube show. I lost to Sheldon. Mm -hmm. Um yep. but I would go against them, but I'd love to host it. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, no, I, I think that would be a lot of fun. Maybe we get like RA, someone like that. Uh, another, yeah. maybe Quantum Week Chris jumps in. And, and I you think know. Chris has to be in it just because he's champion. Yes, like, that, that is, that is mean, correct. Obviously, he got softball questions and they put him on a tee uh, for him. And, you know, he was able to get like, oh, what is Bert? And what is his best friend from <laughs> Sesame Street? And he pretended like he was waiting 30 seconds to answer, and then he answered. But, I mean, champion's champion, you know? So why not have him in there? I think you should have R.A. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I think you have to have Sheldon because he, when he comes in, maybe, because he was in the uh, um, the finals against Chris. And also, uh, perhaps Sheldon could do this. this Because I, I know Kirk said he wanted to do it in studio. Perhaps this could be – I know Sheldon does have a pass to the studio – from winning the at the live show, so and as let, as much as I would love to learn how to raise cattle for two hours, I think this would be a good way. Two birds, one stone. Have Sheldon in studio and do the trivia thing. That 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 would be that's a very good idea, and I think I think uh, we should pass that idea along along to Kirk. Did you see Kirk's Periscope today? Because I did. it was I think it was even better than the show. It was, it was. Steve was talking about some game. First of all, he, he was talking about how it's some game as if ever, everyone has played this game. It's called uh, Bag or Carcass. And as you're driving down the street, you need to look for a carcass of an animal or a bag on the street of some sort. And you call it out and you get a point. And the way he was describing it, Kirk was like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is this is not something any any human has played before in their entire life. And those are the best Steve moments, though, because just like the dreams, he presents it as, you know, yeah, you know carcass. that you game know, that we always played on family road trips. I thought he was going to talk about like the license plate game or something where, where you know, you look for different states and, and shit like that. But 
but no, and, and I mean, Kirk, Kirk got into it. Kirk kicked his ass. There was, a, I think there was at one point, there was, there was like five bags in a row and, and, and Kirk, Kirk kicked his ass. He, he came down from three, nothing. Uh, I'd be, I'd be kind of ashamed if I was Steve, if, since he just made up this game, he got his ass kicked in it, and, but it, and it was, he was zoned in even for driving. I mean, when he went up three, two, and he let out that like screech of bag, <laughs> yes. right when he, right when he went up, I knew it was over. Because Kirk, Kirk got in his groove, and what, what did it end up, like 9-3? Right? Something, something like that. Yeah, yeah, something. Kirk, Kirk just wet, wet the floor with them. But another interesting thing about that Periscope, which I highly recommend everyone check out, it's on uh, at Kirkman. It's on his Twitter account. Who knows how long Periscope will be. I Periscope's on its way out, so watch it while you can. But at the end there, when they pretended like the camera was off and they started talking a little bit, I thought that was real at first until Kirk started going, oh, man, I just wish I was back at WEI with the guy. Yeah, that, that one you knew. But, like, when you first start talking about Carano, people are just like, oh, my God. I just want to fire them both. I was like, oh, fuck. Because I, I would truly be interested. In, I know Kirk said this about when me and Mike drove up somewhere. I think it might have been to Madawaski. He's like, he's like, I want to see the, just the drive and the interaction between you two, just the awkwardness. And I, I, I was really hoping that we were going to be able to see some of just Kirk and Steve just talking in the car, just about like, oh, yeah, I mean, weather's weather's decent down here, huh? <laughs> just to see some of that. But but as soon as they started bringing up like, oh, uh you know, having dinner with Murchison or something like that. I was like, ah, oh, they, they, they know, they know, they know. So that would be something in the future that I, I hope we get a glimpse of. Cause I know a couple times the Periscope has gone on without, without them knowing. So, so it would be, I think it would be very, very interesting. And uh, anything else you want to say about the Periscope? I thought, I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was great. No, I thought, I thought that was very well played at the end. Um, people who hung around in the in the chat on it obviously loved it um so it's, it's little stuff like that that just makes it hilarious and plus they're the best duo of barstool for a reason mm-hmm. you know like i i saw uh people on twitter were making them like 80s buddy cup movie yeah. <laughs> um people and then uh steve from providence said steve looked like rain man wearing his headphones and <laughs> <laughs> He looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god! So let let's let's wrap up the show on on a on a high note, on a heartwarming note. Something that they that they talked about briefly on the show today was was Dave Portnoy and his Barstool Gives Back initiative to the small businesses. Apparently, it's going great. Apparently, they already sold ten thousand t shirts. It's a fund where they're going to try to prop up small businesses that have really been hurt by COVID. Kirk said he he would be interested in getting a couple of Massachusetts business uh, businesses on board and kind of like have the Minifans back them in, in this sort would, I, I think that'd be great if we, if we could come up with like some sort of t-shirt or some sort of slogan to, to get behind and, and, and join this cause. Cause I, I, I really think what Dave Portnoy is doing is great. I'm not entirely sure. I, I don't know if it's going to be, well, obviously it's not going to be enough because the, governor and the mayor have just been fucking new york city like no one's business so the millions and millions and millions of dollars that these businesses are losing can't can never be recovered and it's not just there it's everywhere yes and you know el prez you know did that thing it went viral uh his his whole speech on how politicians are you know fucking over small businesses Mm -hmm. and it's true i mean you're seeing places that can hold like 400 people to to go into them 
not have restrictions, but you can't eat that, you know, inside a restaurant and stuff like that. Like we all know the stories that are happening everywhere. And people, as anytime somebody shares an opinion and it goes viral, people that disagree say you're full of shit and you're just saying this. And then Prez put his money where his mouth is and was challenged to do it and not only met the $500,000 challenge, but now he's, you know, singling out businesses, which is the only way you really can do it. Because mm-hmm. it's one thing to just kind of give everybody a, a small percentage, but he's actually going to like save actual businesses. Like Borelli's has their own t-shirt yeah. now. Uh, so they're, you know, he's going to make sure that, you know, they're okay. And he's going to reach out to other ones that are good people, work their lives to try to stay open. And as sales guy said, there is no bar stool without bars and restaurants mm-hmm. because those are the only institutions that helped promote bar stool when they were just a blog when they were just a newspaper because mm. that was the only place that would let them advertise. So, you know, it's good for him to, you know, have made it and be able to give back. Yeah. And I've, I've seen a bunch of other bar stool uh, celebrities, I guess, you know, pledge $5,000, $10,000 towards this fund. So I, I think it's, it's really going to help out and, and to be able to see like concrete results. Like, I don't know if you saw the video of, I'm sure you did of Borelli's of the Frankie Borelli's dad crying and stuff. I mean, that's just, that's just, you know, heartwarming and it's like it makes it more real and, and you just want to you know give back and, and it, it Dave, i just wish to save burgers and brews that's right they yeah. i, I yeah. would have worn a burgers and brews t-shirt to yeah, can, we, can we start a fund to save red robin from from or friendlies friendlies that would be a that would be a, a good one i'm sure kirk would get behind that but uh yeah any, anything else you want to bring up from today you think that was interesting or want to talk oh, about the calls how terrible oh yeah yeah the calls it was almost almost forgot about it it's, the calls were just bad they were just terrible not calls. on the game today see this is where i go back and i say i don't think Carano was lying when he's one when, when he said that they weren't loaded up that one time because some days the callers just aren't in it whether it be you know it's the last friday before christmas so People are busy out shopping or, or doing something else, and, and the main callers aren't, aren't ready. There also hasn't been calls in, in a couple of weeks, so people weren't ready for I'm them. Guessing, they yeah, I'm guessing the, the big heavy hitters didn't write material or whatever to call in. But I hate – and I, I'm a fan of the calls because they have led to some mm-hmm. show moments that you would never have gotten otherwise. Yes. You know, if it was just the guys in the studio. And that they're so good at reacting to even the bad calls, but the mm-hmm. ones that are bad and don't have any value, it's like the guy, as Kirk says, like, hey, I'm outside, what's up? <laughs> you know, like, what is the value in calling into the studio to do that? I'd rather the hangups where people just wanted to listen, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just like the guy, the first call of the day who was like, I'm yeah, getting married on Sunday. You know, and it's like, is, is there, is, is there like a point to this? Is there, do you have a question? It's like, do you have, you know, a funny story? It's just like, nope, just uh, we're all open. So uh, any advice? <laughs> you can't just say any, you can't just, you can't just tell a story and then just say any advice at the end. It's like, yeah, uh, you know, uh, but <laughs> then there was an, another terrible call where like, what was the guy saying? He's like, he's like, I was walking down the street and I saw someone eating yellow snow and it was K Marco. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, like, like, he thought, like, as he's dialing, he's like, oh, Kirk's going to, He's like, Kirk's gonna, oh my he's god. Like, he's like, honey, hold on, hold on. I'll be right there. I gotta call Kirk. <laughs> I'm about to destroy Kate Marco with this call. If and he thinks he, thinks he had it bad before, oh no, no, no. no, no Wait no, until no. I give him a yellow snow phone call. <laughs> uh, it's pissed. Yeah. Get it? It's pissed. 
<laughs> that so yeah that's pretty much it from uh from the first week or i think the first week since miami where the entire show has been remote off location and also the last oh, five I, I have a i have a question of course so how nervous were you for that uh monday episode oh monday uh yeah, yeah I, I was nervous uh i kind of don't have peaks and i don't have valleys so uh, <laughs> Uh, what a quote! What a quote! Uh, not really. Is that like, in your yearbook? Tell me that's in uh, your yearbook. <laughs> no, my, no, my, my yearbook was before I, I was on the show. My yearbook was before. I think. I think my yearbook quote was, "Well, I think this is growing up" by Blink One Eighty Two. Did you write by Blink One Eighty Two? Yeah, it was. Damn it, from Blink One Eighty Two. No, I know, but, but did you credit them in your yearbook quote? Of course I did. Of, of course I did. You know, you got you got you got to credit Mark Hoppus. I mean, what what a lyrical genius he is. But yeah, no, I mean, I was nervous, but I I, I just if we're being honest, I just don't have peaks about. I don't get too high. I don't get too low. It's uh, my it's favorite part of that whole episode was you saying, "I just read a book about Qui Gon Jinn." It was and it's, about uh, Qui Gon. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, oh, a regular yeah, Mark Twain. I, yeah, I just read a book. It's called Qui-Gon Jinn. It's about the rise and fall of the Byzantine Empire. Uh, yeah, it really gets into the concrete history of, you know, their their past rulers and stuff like that. But no, it was, yeah, no, I mean, I was nervous. Uh, I, I didn't expect to be on. I thought it was just going to be, I was told it was just going to be a solo show with Kirk. So I didn't think I was going to be on. Yeah. But, but you know, with, with Kirk, you got to expect everything. So... Uh, I'm, I'm working on finishing up the year in review this weekend. Yeah, how's that That's going? It's going good. I got I got a lot of the clips already done, and I'm going to be reaching out this week to have some people just hop on like a, a stream yard and just do like a quick like 30 second uh, interview. Like I might have like you come on to kind of talk about oh the Sako show for about like a minute and a half, and then we're we're gonna play a clip from the Sako show with like blind mic bombing. Or, or, or at some point like that. So it's uh, it, 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 it's going along well. I think it's going to be a lot better than last year's. I'm putting a lot of effort into it. So let's hope that turns out well. It's over under seven and a half hours. Seven and a half hours. 17 and a half hours should be more the over under. It's going, okay. it's going to be about, yeah, it's going to be about uh, 18 hours long. So now are you going to do what DEC did and just release a little bit at a time and then like talk for 90 minutes each ad read or? Uh, no. Okay. Well, that's good. No. So, so anyway, so, so that's it. Uh, thank you for watching today's wrap up show. I will talk to you guys tomorrow night on the ultimate episode of Justin and the Minifans, where I will be bringing on two people who have a new show coming out in 2021. Thank you. Thank you, Ted, for joining me as always. And Thanks, I will Justin. talk to you guys later.